Welcome to the Healing Hearts Podcast with Julie and Sarai, your go-to source for all things dating and relationships. Join us as we explore the intricacies of love, share insightful stories, and offer practical tips to enhance your romantic journey. Whether you're single, in a relationship, or somewhere in between, we're here to provide guidance, inspiration, and a fresh perspective. Get ready to embark on a transformative adventure of love and connection. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Healing Hearts podcast. My name is Julie, and I am here with my co-host, Sarayi, and we have a special guest today. Um, her name is Molly B, and she is your go-to pussy healer. Yes, I said it, pussy. And if you're offended by the word, you really need to listen to this episode. So before we bring Molly on, let me tell you a little bit about how I know her. We met at Business Church and we were both starting businesses at the time. I reached out to her randomly to meet at an event in, in Southern California and we met and I felt an instant connection with her. She is not only beautiful on the outside, but she radiates beauty on the inside. She has this energy that just draws you to her. <laughs> Molly will tell you about what she does, but I wanted to say that I went to a few of Molly's pussy healing group sessions and experienced things that I didn't know was possible. She creates such a safe, warm space that you open up instantly in the group. We didn't take off our clothes or anything or anything that you might think when it's pussy healing. We just sat while she did all the work. It's an amazing experience and I would highly recommend her. She cleared some energy out of my womb space and I got my period two weeks early. Sorry, TMI, but that's the way it is. That has never happened to me. So I just wanted to say Molly is like a rain of sunshine, ray of sunshine, not a rain of sunshine. And you'd be lucky to work with her through your healing process. And with that, welcome Molly B, your go-to pussy healer. Thank you welcome. so much, Julie. Yeah. What an welcome. amazing intro. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me, ladies. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm very, very excited. Julie has been talking about you for a while. And I'm like, okay, well, when are you going to bring her on? <laughs> <laughs> so Molly why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and how you became a pussy healer and if, is that what you like to be called or what yeah you, I love to be called a pussy healer because it catches people's attention and that is my focus is in that space working with women um, but I am a little bit about me I'm a certified energy healing practitioner I'm certified in a couple modalities trained in quite a few and I've been doing this, I've been working in energy healing for about nine years now. And when I first started out, for most of those years, I was working on um, money consciousness and shifting people out of that victim mentality, getting them a little bit more towards the abundance mentality. And it was really fulfilling and I loved it. But everything changed when my libido tanked. And um, doctors didn't know what was wrong with me. There wasn't anything wrong with my hormones necessarily. And um, I started to do a deep dive and realized that I was like severely disconnected from that part of me. So that, um, that started my pussy work. <laughs> I hope that answered your question. Yeah. So I think when I met you, you were working on the money. Yeah. You, you were kind of doing that. And yeah. then is it something so so you you decided to to look into your pussy healing and like how did you find someone? Like how did you figure that out that you were yeah you needed that? That's a good question. So I had been trying um, testosterone therapy with uh, an integrative doctor and I started getting um, acne and hair on my chest and 
and it only helped my libido a little bit. And I just thought, I can't, I really can't do this anymore. I don't, I don't want to mess up this face, you know, like I don't want to have acne all the time and have to shave my chest just for a little bump in a libido. So a friend of mine, she told me to read the book called Pussy, a Reclamation by Regina. I always say her last name wrong. Mama Gina is her name on Instagram. Yeah. I think you told me to read that book. I did. I definitely did. Well, I read this book and she talks about the history of how women have been shut down. And and she talks about how you can really get back in touch with this part of you. And this is like a powerful part of you. And she gives exercises and things to try. So I tried all the exercises. I was all in on this book and nothing changed. So I finally, one day I just, because I talk to bodies, like I read energy, right? So I just asked my body, I asked my pussy, how whole are you? And I love to measure energy. That's like one of my favorite things to do. So I asked in percentages and I got 9% whole. Like when you think of a, a pie chart, right? When I mean whole, like how whole are you? How much of my energy is actually in my pussy? And it was 9%. And that's when I realized, well, that's why I can't, I can't tune into you. I can't hear you. This is probably why I'm struggling with my libido. And so I took, you know, a few weeks of intense healing where I did the work that I do. I I identify energies that are stored, that are not helpful, whether that's, you know, inherited or across lifetimes or just from trauma, you know, sexual trauma. And that's definitely in my past. And um, I was able to really just move it out. It was on my mind all the time. And with, after like a few weeks of just constantly doing this work and being exhausted from healing, I felt like a different person. And um, my libido was back. I didn't need any kind of, I mean, TMI. I didn't, I didn't need any help with uh, being naturally lubricated anymore. Um, That was a really big one for me. Uh, I felt like the clothes in my closet weren't mine anymore because everything was so modest and, and cut and just covered up. I was ready to like be seen and show cleavage and, you know, feel a little bit more sexual uh, that I've ever felt before. Um, all sorts of things changed for me personally. And I thought, I don't really want to work with money. There's plenty of other people out there that can that can do that. I want to help women feel the way that I do. And so that that started my whole journey. That's a very interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful story. Um, so what few things would you like women to know about their pussy? Yeah, I would say this is where, well, first I'll start by saying like, when I say pussy, what I really mean, I'm talking about the whole pelvic bowl area. I'm talking about the energy of your reproductive organs, the energy of your genitals, the the root chakra, the base chakra, or the sacral chakra. There's just that whole area. And I just call all of it pussy. Um, because pussy to me is on the mental plane. She's like unapologetic. She doesn't, she doesn't fucking care what people think. Like mentally, that's where pussy is. And emotionally, she's okay with riding the waves of emotions, you know, like totally a Scorpio, you know, just like I get to be emotional and I'm okay with that. And I'm stable, whether I feel high or whether I feel low, that's pussy energy. And spiritually, uh, pussy's that goddess. She's that oracle. She's that um, your natural instinct, that animal instinct. That's pussy. She knows when something is safe and when something isn't. She's so almost uh, black and white. This isn't your intuition that comes from, you know, from above and is, is uh, filtered through the crown and the brow chakra. This is like I'm safe, I'm unsafe, black and white. I just, I love the instinctual part of pussy. And 
Then you have the physical side of pussy that we all know and that most people just think of when I say pussy, they think of the physical side. And that's, you know, your how you embody sexual energy and your libido. And um, really, it's a regulated nervous system where you feel safe and you feel calm. That's the physical side of pussy. So I want I want everybody to kind of like understand what I mean when I say pussy because pussy this is where your divinity is concentrated. So for women our divine energy we have it all throughout but it's like it's concentrated in the pelvic bowl. So if you're not connected to that, you're not connected to that goddess energy. You're not connected to the oracle. Um, you're not connected to that unapologetic, speak your truth and put your boundaries in place. Uh, so I just, I really want people, I want women to know that we have access to this 24 seven. We just have to tap into it and heal it if it needs to be healed. Yeah, I love that. So, you, did you have any questions with everything that she said? No, just what I'm taking from it is all that power. Mainly, what I'm getting from you is well, we give life with that. So, of course, all of our power would be concentrated there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, is it safe to say, like, it's our instead of saying pussy, which can you just say, please? <laughs> I like wouldn't say womb space like because, okay, when we think of the womb, that's, we're talking about the uterus, right? So that's in a right. different location from the base, from your actual like vulva, right? So that's like your safety security center. It's just, it's, it, we need to like encompass all of it. It's oh. really, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. So it, it's like, um. I don't even have an analogy. It's like giving a crumb of the whole cookie by saying womb space. So if you had a client that's like, oh, I'm not comfortable with the word pussy. What yeah. do you call it? I'm fine with saying yoni. You know, if, if I'm in, if I'm with someone that's uncomfortable with it, which has happened multiple times, by the end of the session, their first one-to-one -one session, they're like, you can just say pussy. I'm fine with it now you know it's so lovely it's like when I when I first started hear, hearing you say it on like Instagram I was like is she saying pussy but then I was like you say it like it's like it's a rainbow <laughs> it's like rainbow it's, it just doesn't come off the way people think that it would come off in another way like says pussy like little pussy it sounds yeah. bad you make it sound like such a pretty word well so. it is to me I want it to I want us all to take that back you know yeah yeah back. um so I I don't know if I asked you really this question but so what is a pussy healer like you kind of said what you you kind of said what you do but like give me a little more yeah so I I already mentioned that I love to measure energy. So when I meet with someone, whether it's in like a free consult or we start a one-on-one -on -one session, I like to measure where their pussy energy is. And I call it a pussy profile. And I have three main measurements. The first one is I wanna see how whole their pussy is, how much of the pie, how much of their pussy is present living in their pelvis. Um, so I take that first measurement. The second one is I want to know how connected they are to that energy. So let's say someone is, their pussy is 50% uh, whole, half the pie is there, but they're only 50% connected. That means they really only have access to like 25% of that powerful, divine, unapologetic, liberated woman that they are. They're, they're just not fully they don't have access to all of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The third measurement I like to take is how embodied are they? How much of their energy 
lives inside of their body. You know, most people generally, a lot of their energy is up in the head and heart space. And that's where most people start their healing journey is maybe they start with their heart and um, work on forgiveness and letting go of grief. Or maybe they start with mindset. That's where I started with mindset and shifting the mindset. And then the healing journey kind of stops in the ribs. It doesn't go all the way down. So I want to know how much of their energy is embodied, is fully in their body. And then I take those three measurements. And what I do is I, I, I'm able to, with my training, identify what energy is stored, where it's stored, whether this is ancestral or whether this is from a sexual trauma, whether this is just from ignoring your pussy your whole life you know, and being disconnected from her. Um, I identify that energy. And in a one-on-one setting, I can tell you how old you were when this got stuck and, and we can chat about it. And um, it kind of brings this, the unconscious to the conscious mind. And, and then I move the energy out and I work on increasing their percentages, getting them more whole, getting them more in their body by letting go of old trauma energy, helping them connect to their pussy. Yeah, so amazing. I have a question. Yeah. Um, is this the same as maybe tapping into your feminine energy? Yeah, it's all it's all connected. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, because yeah. we do have feminine energy that lives in our heart space as well. So it's a part yeah. of our feminine. It's that deep shadow, darker part of the feminine that lives in the pussy, the magnetic part, the seductive part, the, you know, sensual part of being a woman that isn't necessarily accepted in society. So we kind of you know, we don't explore that as much as we explore being a nurturing, loving, caring, kind woman. So then when you work with energies and you say you do different modalities, what type of like techniques are you using to, to yeah. heal? Yeah. So I use the emotion code. Have you heard of that one? No, I've never heard of that one. Okay. Um, the emotion code, we, I have like charts of different emotions and I can I identify where you have emotion stuck in your body and then I move it out. I can sense energy. I can feel it on my hands and I, I move it out. I send it back to the light to be purified. Let, let universal or divine energy take care of it. I don't, I don't heal. I just move. I just move the energy out. <laughs> um, and then I'm also uh, certified in the body code and that kind of opens the door to so many different kinds of energies, different mental energies, um, idea allergies and messages, vibes that we're sending out. They call them broadcast messages and thought energies and trauma energies. And um, I have a beautiful chart of phrases that get stuck like a negative charge around a phrase from like sexual abuse. I have so many different charts that I work with and the charts just help me identify the energy so I can just grab it and move it out. So then for those women that like, because <clears throat> this is the only question that I have before we continue with it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, because you say like the blockages and everything, it's being on like, quote unquote, permanent birth control, is that kind of blocking your power? I mean, I'm not against birth control at all. <laughs> I'll just start with that. And everybody's got to do what they've got to do, right? Um, I respect that. But it's a little bit harder to tap into your cycle when you aren't actually going through a cycle which is, mm -hmm. you can still track your cycle if you're on birth control. It's just a little bit different because you're not ovulating like you would. You're not, your shedding of your, the lining is not the same 
as when it's very different when you're on birth control, when you're off birth control. And I am not an expert around this, but um, yes, that would be on my list of something that could disconnect you from your feminine energy. Uh, not, not reduce your pie, if that makes sense, this is the way that my mind thinks. It doesn't necessarily reduce how much energy is there, but makes you maybe less connected to it. Yeah. Well, that was kind of like the question because okay. I just thought about it. Like if, if we can't tap into it because we're not menstruating or it's not, like you said, and it's normal cycle, then I yeah. would assume that it would be a little bit harder to, to tap into that energy. So yeah. I'm and sorry, it, but I'm not taking my IUD now. <laughs> I have an IUD baby. So <laughs> gosh, oh. no. <laughs> yeah. Do not take your ID, IUD out, but I do have an IUD baby, my third surprise. She was my surprise. Wow. So then pussy healing can like say, fuck you, birth control. I'm still going to do what I want. You exactly, because there's so many different layers. That to is scary to me now. <laughs> oh no, you get to do what you want to do, but you can embody pussy emotionally. Okay. Whether you're on birth control or not. You can embody pussy mentally, right? We have those different layers. We have our spiritual layer. We have our mental layer, our emotional layer. We have our physical layer, right? So we can embody pussy in all the different layers of us. You know, you get to you get to tap into your divine energy. You know, maybe it's less on the physical realm if maybe you're on birth control and it's more in that mental, I'm an empowered bitch and nobody tells me what to do. I decide, right? That's, yeah. that's pussy. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my biggest like scare right there. Cause I was like, no, cause if you're able to like over, like to, to jump over that, then I don't want to heal my pussy. <laughs> oh, no. I know I have my uh, tubes tied and I had an ablation done and I'm like, oh, I don't want them all to grow back together. Like <laughs> I want to heal this part of me, but I don't want to have any more children. Right? Yeah. No, and that's a big so, no, no. <laughs> that not happened. Thank you. <laughs> so I just wanted to say when you were speaking, what you do you do online with people. Like, I think when I, I think I did do, you did do a clearing for me one time, just the two of us. I wasn't in the group session. Yeah. And you did it online, which is so amazing that you're able to clear stuff like that. Cause you would think you need the energy of the person in, yeah. in person, you know, like it's almost like you think of Reiki, right? They have the energy and people are bobbing around. So like, how do you do that? Like it, 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 it sounds very woo-woo, but it, it does work. Yeah, it is woo-woo, right? But it right. does work. Um, I mean, it's it's energy. So if you are, you know, gifted or trained in tapping into energy, it doesn't really matter as long as you have their permission where they are. They can be on the other side of the world. There's, I really believe this is why, like how we're designed, I should say, how humanity's design we are really kind of connected right energetically whether we're conscious of that or not so I'm conscious of it and that's my oh my intention with someone's permission I can I can tap in it's, it's really so then these these women that come to you then they have to really believe in it so in order for it to work in well, a sense you would think well, you really no. don't no. You really don't actually. Um, it's usually after, you know, 10 minutes of them like, okay, I'll give this a try, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like telling them about, you know, well, these are the energies I'm finding from age 12 and this is really stuck in your root. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's when my parents got divorced and I was going back and forth and I never felt you know, I never felt safe or this and that. And they're like, how do you know this? This is so weird. And then boom, they're a believer. Um, but I once had an old boss that was 
she was in pain and um I said, hey, I've learned to do this kind of weird. This was before I was like out and proud as an energy healer. I said, I learned to do this kind of interesting thing. You know, do you want to give it a try? And she's like, I will do anything. This pain in my back, it's, it's just hurting me so much. So I cleared a few things. And the next morning I got a text from her and it said, dude, I'm 80% better. What the fuck did you do to me? And so she didn't believe me. She was just like, whatever, give it a try, Molly. You're kind of kooky. I, you know, it's okay. And boom, she felt 80% better. So I don't think you have to be a full believer for it to work, but it is pretty magical when you believe because mm -hmm. everything starts to kind of make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was one of the like, okay. I want to do this because I love Molly and I want to see what's what. And I couldn't believe it. Like it, like at first I was like, nothing's going to happen. Nothing. This is okay. This is cool. Like people are so open. This is happening. And then I got my period, like in the things you were saying, the things that you were sending to the light, I was like, oh my gosh. Like the, you got your period because you hadn't gotten like, your period or you got me as a believer too. It's like, you're not huh? the only one that's gotten their period early. I've had that happen multiple times where they're like, I did an in-person event at a retreat and within an hour, two people got their period. And, um, and they were like, what? This is two weeks early. I'm so regular. I don't know how this is happening it must actually be working and it and I'm sorry I hate it when people get their period early and it it kind of messes with their cycle but it's their body's way of like shedding like we move the energy and now the body's like okay let's get rid of let's get rid of some more and that happened yeah. to you Julie I um, know but I, I couldn't believe it like what the hell and I even sent you a message I'm like oh my god like what is this what are you doing yeah. I never, I'm on, I'm regular. I am regular every 28 days. It is here. And after that session, it was like the next day or something. I, it came and I was like, this is what, okay. So enough about me. All right. Since we are relationship coaches. So I wanted to ask you what benefits does pussy healing have on relationships? Like how can it have a benefit? I mean, obviously with you, it helped your libido. So that probably was great for your relationship. Yes. So between me and, and the, the women that I've worked with, definitely on the top is like kind of that sexual liberation. And definitely, you know, the libido increase, but also the liberation piece is kind of like speaking up and asking for what you need whereas maybe before they were a little bit embarrassed or didn't feel super comfortable to say I want you to do this or I want to try this it, it's like that unapologetic confidence comes in and there's nothing sexier or more attractive than a confident person right I mean no matter what you look like, if you're confident, you're fucking sexy. <laughs> so that's what women say. It's this confidence. Um, and that spills into the relationship because they're comfortable with their bodies. You know, like it doesn't even have to be sexual. It's like um, walking around naked. Whereas they weren't doing that before. I know that that was definitely, I've heard that from clients that was definitely my is part of my story is you know not being super comfortable in my skin um and so it's being in a more being comfortable to be a little more vulnerable because mm, I like to I believe and in my experience pussy is a warrior she's very strong and she um she just makes you a stronger person. So you can handle being a little bit more vulnerable because you feel the strength in that, like that root chakra. I feel safe. I feel grounded. I feel strong. So it's safe for me to be a little bit more vulnerable. So there's more vulnerability happening in relationships. Um, let me think. Definitely that safe and calm, more regulated nervous system 
less arguments because you're not on edge all the time from stress. The stress, everything else hasn't changed around you, but you're not triggered so fast because you've really let go of a lot of a lot of trauma. And when you think of the nervous system, pussy's really down at the base of the spine, right? So clearing all of that out really helps to soothe, you know, that fight flight kind of mode. And that's really helpful. Now, I I do want to speak on the, a little bit of the downside of this. Okay. In relationships. Let's hear it. The downside is the partner needs to adjust to having a more liberated woman yeah. and a more sexual woman, a more, you know, comfortable in her skin. I'm going to go out in public. I'm going to, I'm okay to be seen now. And a partner needs to adjust to that. And, you know, whether that your partner's male or female, they need, they need to adjust to that. But especially if you have a male partner, they, they're going to be, they need to step up more in their masculine because a liberated woman, if she's feeling good and she wants to feel softer, she's going to need, need, uh, need that partner to step up and kind of take charge a little bit more. Does that make sense or? Yeah, totally. Really, it makes like way too much sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is, is there well, a penis healer? Male version of this. The male version of this. I have I understand it, but I haven't explored it in the way that I've explored pussy. So what I understand is for men, their divinity is concentrated in their solar plexus. So in that self-confidence action part, you know, that gut part right there and it's connection to the heart. So I like to call it the hero. Um, some people call it the warrior, but I like to call it the hero. So how whole is your hero? How connected are you to your hero? How much of your energy is in your body? And it's, it's still the it's still the same thing, but it's more of that, you know, that confidence, strength, and having it connected to the heart. I've heard like male coaches say when men are connected to their heart and their balls, then then that's them standing in 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 that beautiful masculine. You don't want someone that's only connected to their balls because that's not really safe right and then if a man is only connected to their heart that's a little bit too feminine or or kind of there's no strength to it it's 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 too fluid I guess so <laughs> having that that connection it's kind of like that Leslie Jones um interview that just happened it was like men have to be um good to their dicks yeah. <laughs> it's just like if you're good to you because uh, a way of a man's mentality is if I am mentally there, then I, my dick's good. So it's like, uh, they're connected mm. somehow that if you take care of your mind, you're taking care of your dick. And then oh, I like, like that. They're like, they're like, well, this is the best like mental health advocate advocacy that I've ever heard because you're making Every so much sense. And she made it like into like a whole funny bit because it's Leslie Jones. But um, she made so much sense if you are into like the whole healing energy that, yes, your mind is connected to a lot of your body and especially for men to be connected that way. Mm -hmm. Just take care of your dicks. Um, <laughs> and every man wants to take care of their dicks. And exactly. I want every woman to take care of their pussy. Exactly. Yes. So my question is, is for my single women, because I'm single and sometimes we go through like drives like super long dry spells, um, yep. whether it's because we choose it or it just happens. Can you not being connected with your pussy power really be like an actual cock block? Yeah, I I really, hmm. yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. 
Girl, you are the way that you asked it. I understand it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're not connected to your pussy, what kind of energy are you putting out there? Like, what are men attracted to? Yes, they're attracted to nurturing women, but they all, what was it? I want a lady in the streets, but a freak in the bed. They want, they want all of you, right? And if you're only connected to one part, you're not giving off the signals of, I don't know. So does that mean if you are, like, let's say you go through a session with you to start healing, does your pheromone, like, get higher to where, like, that's why you start attracting more men and you feel more into your feminine energy? Well, I've worked with a few singles and I have seen them. I can't say that the work that we've done together is why they're now dating, maybe, they they would say, oh my gosh, this is such a huge part for me, but um, I have seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I want to claim that it, you know, it's, there's so <laughs> many parts to why women are single, you know, or men are, why people are single. Um, but if you really aren't connected to this part of you, you're not, um, you're not really fully experiencing all of life. And when someone's so full of life, that's so attractive, right? And yeah. So then it makes makes it easier for you to be a little bit more flirty is what I'm trying to like get at. Yes. You're no longer cock blocking yourselves. You hear that? I love that. You ladies are cock blocking yourselves by not being connected with your pussy. Oh my gosh. Speak (laughs) it. Say it again. I've never (laughs) thought of it this way. This is like, you're blowing my mind. Yes. Yes. Well, it's because I'm asking my pussy right now, like, how whole are you? And I keep hearing 2%. I'm like, well, shit, girl. Like then again, I haven't been in that mind space of I really want a partner. So I'm not really in that modality. But when I do go out, I guess I switch it. Can you can can you connect to your pussy immediately to where like I'm going out, I feel good, I look good, I'm like, I feel sexy. Well, doesn't that all of a sudden doesn't that kind of connect you to that mental and emotional space of pussy? Like I look good, I feel good, you know, like I've got it all done. I'm really doesn't that connect you? It, like, yeah, that's what yes. I'm like it's, it's, it's automatic, right? Yes, because you're paying attention. Okay, <laughs> pussy is a woman. Women want attention. When you give yourself attention, that just fuels pussy. That fuels her. That's what yeah. she that's all she wants. Yeah. That's it's, it. It's a women. If you haven't tried it, try it this weekend, try it tomorrow, whatever. Slap on some red lipstick and see what happens. Because I feel like red lipstick is like the embodiment of pussy for me. And every time that I want to feel like super confident, sexy, attractive, and I'm going to be somewhere and I want to attract attention, I just wear red lipstick and it's the end of it. Yep. And it really is. It's an, and it pulls out the energy in you. The red lipstick does, you know, it's, I love it. I love red lipstick. I have like many shades of it. Me too. (laughs) I even did an experiment with when I had a a, a friend, uh-huh. <laughs> the best red lipstick so that when you do go out and you just happen to attract somebody, you don't smear your red lipstick. Haven't found one yet. So no. I'm still in the search for it. <laughs> yeah, you have to share with us when you find it. Oh, I love it. I love this. I so. don't know you're not connected to your pussy like what are some signs that you're not connected Ooh, such a good question my the first thing that comes to my mind is how critical are you about your body if you're really critical you are fucking disconnected because does a queen does she accept someone being critical no she cuts you out you're gone you're beheaded however you know like there's a boundary with pussy. You do not talk shit about pussy. So if you're talking bad about your body, sure sign that you're disconnected. Like that's a top number one thing. Um, if you never get the tingles, you know, like you're on your own, maybe you're single and you're on your own and 
and that one part of your cycle, you get that, you know, you're going to get the tingles, you know, you're going to look at whoever a little bit differently, at least once a month, right? Mm -hmm. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. the horniness okay. alone, yes. A little bit, yeah, you're like, all of a sudden, I haven't looked at any men, and then now I'm like checking every man out, like, yes, that's, if, if when you pull your bob out for the entire week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you're not having any days like that uh, in a month, then there's a disconnection for sure. Okay. So then what about masturbation for a woman? Does that connect you with your pussy? That is a surefire way to get reconnected. That, but a lot of it's like self-pleasure. It's a beautiful thing, but I have something to say about it because oh, you want, if, if you want to cultivate a relationship on the mental, emotional, physical level, spiritual level, it's more than just a beautiful orgasm. She wants attention. She wants you to oil her up without any kind of expectation for physical satisfaction she wants you to like you know say hello or look at her or she she just wants attention so I love the whole self-pleasure piece will connect you very well to your pussy especially on the physical level but you know, in a relationship, whether it's a friend or a parent or a partner, you don't want to feel used. Like, oh, you only come to me when you want this. Start thinking about your pussy that way. You know, don't just wash and try to get an orgasm. There has to be something in between in your relationship with her. That's why she's up to you. I'm going to say, well, girl, I take care of you daily. <laughs> yes. That will but keep you very connected. Got yep. it. That's my number one tip for people that, you know, want to kind of connect on their own. You know, they're not working with me, but they want to start connecting is have a little bit of coconut oil and you just put a little bit of oil on like a mother taking care of her body. You know, like we spend a lot of time putting on the right things on our face and our neck and in the back of our hands and we're paying attention and you know, we have to do that for pussy too. Do you recommend in the beginning, at least for women when they are very shy, because I did this because when I was, before I did all my healing and I started with the woo-woo shit, um, I was given the assignment to go stare at it with a mirror. Yeah. And I was I like, mean, that's weird. That's not so everybody's weird. comfortable with that. And then I did. And then I'm like, oh, Okay. And it was different. So it, it okay. So you can stare at it. It'll help you, right? Yes. And I'll even take it a step further. If you have a long mirror and if you look at pussy and then make eye contact with yourself and then look down at pussy and then make eye contact with yourself, it's an even bigger experience. I'm going to go try that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it connects a little bit more love and um, there's curiosity, but also this is me and I'm looking down and this is interesting and this is me and acknowledging that's part of me. This is who I am, not just looking at it or that yeah. part of me, but connecting also to your own eyes. Julie, you have a face. <laughs> oh, that's really beautiful. I mean, when you say look at yourself and look down there and then look at yourself. That's a really beautiful way of- Thank you, Julie, when you look at your pussy. <laughs> yeah. when, I, and when I spread open to look at my pussy, go for it, say the whole thing. Oh, I know. Can you squat? <laughs> I'm really tall, so I can look in the mirror pretty easily in the bathroom, but- you Just like lift your leg up over the- I don't even have to do that because oh, wow. I'm so tall. The counters are, I don't know, a little lower. I can just look. I just move it open, move her open and take a look and look at my eyes and look down and tell her how beautiful she is. And thank you, you for it. helping me be, uh, you know, like I used to be so scared of being a bitch. 
I was just that good girl scared of making anyone uncomfortable. And so I'm just like, when I see the, when I see my pussy, it's like, thank you for helping me not be that little, that little, whatever I was, you know, thank you for helping me be unapologetic. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to go try that. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow when I'm by myself again, because it'll be weird right now with my daughter. She'll be like, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm acknowledging where you came out. I am connecting with my pussy. Okay. Mm-hmm. you're probably like can I do it too yes yes you can you can mm-hmm. so what is something your partner can do because we talked a little bit about relationships what's something your partner can do to support you while you're here on your healing journey of healing your pussy yeah um I think number one is to acknowledge that it is an emotional journey especially if you're accessing sexual trauma and that some days you might be feeling good and some days you might be crying and that we don't you know the the main the main advice don't try to fix me just give me a hug and you know make me a tea or a glass of wine or whatever um just listen and give me lots of hugs and then um actually I really like giving space that's a big one me a lot of space and my main my main one is no quickies during this time and maybe never again because pussy likes to warm up and she takes time and we got to honor that so those that's like my I said the I said the things that I should say first right (laughs) give me hugs don't try to fix me but this is really what I mean no quickies um, during this time, because this is your time to get to know her and what she wants, and let's let it be all about her. So, you know, I like. So, I have another question when it comes to that. Do you have your partner look at it too, and then look up at you, and then look down at it, and then look up yeah. at you? I like- love some pussy worship. I want. I want to be adored. I want. I want to know that you love the way she smells, the way she tastes. I want to know all those things. And I want to embody that and hear it and not be embarrassed and not be scared to like own it. You know, it's they're helping you own it. It's less, it had less to do with them. You know, it's all about me. Oh my gosh. I do smell good or I do you smell good and this is how you this is how you're supposed to smell and this is maybe how you're supposed to taste or however I like owning that I hope it's okay I just went all in with that I love it no I love how you have like no filter because it makes it it resonates so much that because I used to have a partner and we had a long distance relationship and when we would be together, it'd be like, no, like, don't even touch me. I just want you to, and I, I get, it goes with the whole masturbation thing. I was like, I just want you to watch me enjoy me. So then when you get to touch me, you know exactly what to do. <laughs> it's so brilliant. It really is a brilliant way to get to know your partners when it's long distance. Yeah. It's so, it's like a beautiful thing. So I have another question because we, when you guys were talking about like Julie doing the workshop with you and then her getting her period, what about couples that are maybe having a hard time getting pregnant? Can trauma in the pussy cause any type of infertility and like maybe tapping into that energy aid in that, not necessarily like fix it, but just give you like a little push. Yeah. I, it's such a great question. And yeah, like, like you said, aid in that, maybe not fix it. Yes. If we have energy that's stored there, it's like a blockage. It slows down our life force energy from flowing freely in your reproductive organs. You know, like let's, if we think about that, if there's blockages, I always like to think of a, of a beaver building a dam, right? So that river isn't flowing as fast as it could if his building his house like a dam i'm i'm making i'm i hope i'm making sense yeah um, 
So it slows the river from flowing freely. It still flows, but it's not as fast as it would be if, you know, his home wasn't there. So that's the way I see energy. If there are things that are in there blocking that flow, you're, it's going to slow down how well the, those parts of you work. That makes that sense. It makes absolute sense. Well, it does to me. <laughs> yeah. Um. What about victims of like sexual assault that maybe they don't know when they were like maybe super young and they just blocked off that entire experience and they no longer like recall any of that? Yeah. I does is that something that you can recall and then how do you handle like letting them know? this is what's been happening to you so like i said i identify the ages and the the traumas or whatever energy is stored so let's say there's a trauma energy of fear from age three and maybe in actuality it was because of a sexual abuse but we don't know that. We don't consciously know that. It could also be, you know, your sister scared you every day and this trauma energy of fear just got stuck at age three. So we don't necessarily know exactly why these energies are stored. So it's amazing because I can move it. And if it was connected to a sexual abuse situation, we're moving it out regardless. You know, we're moving it out and they don't even have to consciously know to let go of it. Um, but the women that do know and they are conscious of it, it all makes so much sense what we identify that's stored in that area to move it out. Oh man, cause that, that would be hard. Like, um, so <laughs> your pussy's telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It, it always, I mean, sometimes I find horror and terror and it really could be that they walked in on older brother watching a horror movie and it scared the shit out of them and they mm -hmm. didn't know how to process it because they were too young and it got stuck. So it mm -hmm. could be something as simple as that, or it could be that grandpa was inappropriate, but we don't need to know. It's not talk therapy. We're not, we're not like talking about these things unless they want to, they can just let it go. Um, and I, I help do that. And it's, it's really a beautiful thing, um, to work with. I really love working with sexual trauma survivors because their whole world starts to open up. And most of the ones that I've worked with have been in talk therapy for five, 10, 15, sometimes even like two decades. And they yeah. have processed so much in their mind and their heart, but they have it processed down lower and we get to move it out. And it's all of a sudden it like totally shifts their life because they're letting, they're letting more of that event go. They're not wearing it anymore. Wow, that's powerful. That's beautiful. Um, you gave some signs of how you might be disconnected to your pussy. Mm -hmm. um, what about like, because I've read books in regards to like your goddess and your goddess being in your, in your um, base chakra and all of this other woo-woo stuff. Mm -hmm. But can hip pains be uh, a sign of pent-up trauma? Yes, really any kind of pain can, no matter where it is in your body, can be a sign of your body's holding on to energy that's not serving it. And over time, I like to think of, like if you have, let's say a trapped emotion, an emotion, it's a little ball of energy and it's vibrating on its own frequency. And if it gets lodged in, it gets stuck in a hip, then it's interfering with the tissues in your hip and the tissues in your hip, it vibrates at a certain frequency. And then this 
this trapped emotion comes in and changes the changes the vibration and over time you can have pain so um that can happen in your knee it can happen really anywhere but a lot of women have hip issues don't they we hold a lot of energy in our hips that's why it's good to twerk and dance <laughs> move it out I wish I could work. One of these days I will be able to work at that stiff white lady over here. <laughs> so just like a few more questions and I'll let you go. You've given us so much information today. It's just like blowing my mind because I, I mean, I know what you do, but oh my gosh, it's, it's so incredible and so powerful for women. It's, it's really a gift that you're that you're giving really but yeah it's really beautiful um so is there I, I know you said you know look at it you know look at your pussy and look at your face are there any exercises women can do to like let their pussy goddess in what if they're not comfortable with that part of it like looking down and looking up and looking at yes what are other things that women can do to just start to you know yeah. like 101 Yes. Pussy one. Pussy one on one. Okay. An easy one to do is to like pick one day a week where you don't wear underwear. And mm. so you're very aware of not wearing underwear when you're used to wearing underwear all the time, right? And if you want to get really brave, wear a skirt and no underwear, you know, like little things like that where you're aware of your pussy. Um I love that one. Uh, like I said, uh, putting coconut oil, just, you know, like you do, you, you put stuff on your elbows and your hands. Like, I'm not asking you to do self-pleasure, just putting a little bit of oil, oiling her up. You know, you don't even have to look if you're uncomfortable with that, but just paying attention in some form or another. Um, Mama Gina, she talks about every time you wake up to just say, good morning, like, Paying attention, it's all about paying attention, it's talking to her. Yeah. Um, that is a beautiful thing to do. But like I just mentioned, twerking or just moving your hips, putting on a song with the intention of, I really want to loosen up this part of me. And maybe it's less physical pussy, but more of the whole pelvic area. And just mm -hmm. really moving with the intention of, I want to wake you up, okay? I want to feel alive and I want to wake you up. And those are a few things you can do. And that's a, that's a way to yeah. move energy out when you're, you know, yeah, that part of you. It's a way to wake it up and kind of, I guess, wake it up and give it more energy or are you yeah. like getting stuff off you when you're doing that? Absolutely. If your intention is to let go, I want to let go of what's not serving me. I want to wake you up and you just go ahead and, and move, put on a song and, you know, dance and do it well with no one watching where you have your privacy. And um, it's a beautiful way of honoring the female body by dancing, and moving. We sit so much, right? Yeah. Cool. And well, if you're not comfortable going like pantyless, there's panties now that don't have a crotch. You can try that. Yes, that's right. I, I have a pair the other, and I was wearing them the other day, and I was wearing jeans, and I was walking around Target. I'm like, why do I feel like I'm chafing down there? I'm like, what's uh, going on? But I uh, forgot that I had those on. I get home, I'm like, oh well, hello. <laughs> those don't work with tight jeans, do they? No, they do not. It was not pleasurable. My poor little pussy. She's like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, pay attention yes I was like what is going on why do I feel so weird but once I got home I understood um my last question for you is about generational trauma because I've learned with my own um healing and what I do with my clients that there's a lot of things that are passed down from generation to generation especially between amongst women that sometimes we don't even know that we have that blockage or that trauma. And it was something that maybe happened to our great grandmothers and it's been passed down yeah. that or up to seven generations behind us. Um, what would be, or how would somebody know that 
it's not their trauma. Yeah. But I, I can answer in a session with me because uh, when I find it, this is from your mother's side. This is from your father's side. How many generations back does this go? I find out that information in a one-to-one setting, but it's just good to consciously know like, oh, my hip pain might not be my fault or my pussy's not that wet. That might not be my fault. You know, like it really could just having that awareness that this could be passed down. So most majority of women, I could just say majority of women have been through an uncomfortable, a spectrum of sexual trauma or uncomfortableness, right? Like Mm -hmm. someone looks at you the wrong way and it really freaks you out and you don't really process that and the energy of that freak out and uncomfortable and disgusting feeling can settle in. And then you have the whole other side of the spectrum where it's violence, right? Now, like we live, I guess I should say in America, this stuff happens all the time, but generally it's a lot safer than maybe it was generations back where women didn't even talk about it. They didn't even come forward. So Imagine, like, I know my biological mom, she had quite a bit of sexual trauma. And I was an egg in her womb when these things happened, right? In her, in her body, I was an egg in her ovary when that happened. And who knows what happened to her mother and what happened to her mother? Who knows what happened? And it's just getting passed down. And I'm just getting the chills talking about it. It's just, it's just like, flying under the radar, getting passed down. We're just wearing this stuff. I love talking about generational trauma like that with my clients, because sometimes when they're like, I don't understand why I have like, I don't have any luck with men. And it's the same thing over and over again. I've done so much work and it's the same thing. And then when we like sit down and we really talk about generations, then they're like, well, my grandma used to do this or my great grandmother, like the story that I know. I know for me, when I started my healing journey, I knew that my grandmother on my dad's side, at some point in her life, due to necessity, she was a lady of the night. And um, that, how it got passed down to me on his end, it was like the total opposite, that I wouldn't even let men near me. So when we did and we unblocked all of that, what happened in my life after was just like crazy um how much um blockage like came from it but um that's why I'm like so curious and I wanted to ask you about that because knowing that every woman we carry each other like we carry all of those traumas until somebody says hello this is weird (laughs) can I stop this (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah. So, so if you have a daughter, I think we all do. Yeah. And we move it out of us. It's already to them. So then they have to move it out so they don't pass it on to their girls. It's a good, a good point. When, and my intention when I move out, um, inherited energy is to clear from the family line. And, um, I always ask, you know, I get the, the person's, the client's uh, children's name or the the first kid, second, third, I can find out which one inherited it. And they're part of the intention to move it all out. And I know that that's exactly what is universally wanted, right? So I have like the backing of the universe to move this out and call it out, let it go. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Give me the chills. Yeah. I know. Women are beautiful. We just don't know how powerful we are. That's why I always tell them, like, stop being Eve's. We're all Liliths. If you would understand what Liliths stand for and what was all about, we wouldn't be in this predicament. Patriarchy wouldn't even exist. (laughs) It's true. It's true. But that's for another episode. Love Lilith. So be a Lilith in a world full of Eves. Be a Lilith. <laughs> Amen. That's my tagline for my women support group. <laughs> I love it. That lit me up. So, Molly, where can people find you and how can they work with you? 
Yeah. So I am on Instagram and I think you guys can put it somewhere in the bio, right? I'm at yeah, Molly B, but I've got a dot between each letter. So all the other Molly B's were taken. Um, <laughs> and then I also have a website, uh, Molly dash or hyphen B.com. And um, you can always get in touch with me that way. I'd love to meet you. Um, I work online through Zoom one-to-one. -one. It's an, an hour session when I do uh, work one-to-one. -one. And I do hold groups here and there throughout the year. I have one group that's percolating. I think it's going to run in February. And it's going to be all about like resensitizing the clit. So moving out any energy that's held there so we can feel more pleasure. So more pleasure, please kind of group. Um, and then if you're local, I'm in Southern California. I do some, you know, day retreats here and there. Do you travel for retreats? That is my goal, but I haven't yet. Because oh, I'm getting a retreat together in March of next year, and you would be amazing for that. Well, let's talk because I would yes. love to travel. Yes, yes, yes. We'll keep in touch for sure. Yeah. I absolutely enjoyed this talk. <laughs> I love you. I think <laughs> when, like, when I met you, we were like, immediately we we're on the same page. So, um, I can't wait for everybody to to listen to this episode and and to just enjoy it and just take so much from it and to contact you to start their their healing and their pussy. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This was like a night of my dreams. I love to talk pussy talk. Not everybody wants to talk pussy talk. So this is amazing. <laughs> I enjoyed every second. Thanks for having me. Thank well, you. thank you so much for, for giving us your time. And even though we really didn't like talk a lot about relationships, I just feel like if you take care of that part of you, your relationship just kind of with yourself and your partner just flows easily into it. So thank yeah. you so, so much for, for your time and your, your insights. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Healing Hearts podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. See you at the next one.